people of Earth. We have come to upgrade your cosmic consciousness. DNA activation ready in three, two, one. Hi, welcome to Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm Craig Anderson. And I'm Lou Quinto. Lou, today we're just, we're going to have a little different format. We're going to talk through an article that I sent you over from the Wall Street Journal called Your Next Boss, More Harmony, Less Authority. And the idea here, and we've talked a lot about this too, right? This importance of, of empathy, right? Right. That we think that's a key piece. Of, I, think we, you know, I think we've beaten it into the ground. So we decided we'd go ahead and beat it into the ground a little more <laughs> because we started to see a little of it coming above the ground. Anyway, it's the, the subtitle is prized for being social emotional experts. Future managers may spend less time issuing directives and more time collaborating. And I think for me, Lou, this article just starts to you know, stick in my craws a little bit of a strong phrase. But I'm going to be bold today. I'm going to stick with it. Okay, is this idea? That's right. But that's, <laughs> we're being we're getting rid of consistency for my word for the year. It's now decisive. I'm right behind you. <laughs> All right. So here's kind of my thing that I have where I take issue is, and, and I think we've done a little of this as well. Probably more you than me, but you know, why look in the mirror? At any rate, this idea that that's the only thing that people that leaders need is empathy and this you know when you have a tagline less time and we're, and we're talking about and we're talking about future trends here in leadership right. yeah I mean, that's the way the article was written is what the future leader is going to look like and what competencies they're going to need moving forward so right just want to yeah. just frame that up for our listeners so that uh, they understand yeah and so you know maybe we'll go ahead and actually we'll put the link to this out there too if sure. you can get to it behind the paywall in the wall street journal uh <laughs> so but i think the this idea that the future of leaders and we it's spoken to so much that that's like the only thing they're going to need to be able to have to be successful and effective leaders and my struggle here is that we're we're missing or just i don't know if we're just ignoring it or deciding it's not necessary but leaders have to do a lot of things and to be effective and you know if you're not paying attention to so i will see this is important because i don't think we can continue to just be you know, 100% about the company, more focus on employees and development and treating people like people are crucial skills because that's how you're going to keep people on board for the long haul. And that's how right. I led. But you do a disservice if that's the only thing you're doing. If you're not focusing on your numbers, if you're not holding team members accountable, if you're not doing the things that you need to do and planning for the future of the business and doing performance reviews, right? Right. It's great that you're nice, but you're not going to have a business to be nice in. You all can be nice together in the unemployment line. Oh, wow. <laughs> told you, you it's all in. You just, yeah. you just go right off the cliff there. That's yeah. right. It's either we're employed or we're done. <laughs> so, so, I what, so, what, so what you're saying is that, I mean, and again, we're in a situation right now where we have discovered that compassion and empathy is our leadership qualities that are necessary and they have been highlighted during this pandemic episode that we're in. And what you're saying is we're focusing too much on that. 
we need to also consider some of the other aspects of leadership, such as technical expertise, being able to read a PL sheet, being able to read a budget, uh, you know, uh, forecast, and to be able to make projections and to be make making decisions not just on how people feel, but how the business needs to be run. Did I put that into a Reader's Digest condensed version of your rant? Rant. Wow. <laughs> uh, I think, yeah, yeah, that's that's a lot of it. It's right, you know, as, as we were talking about this earlier before we started taping, is it's it's a tool in the tool belt, and it's an important tool in the tool belt, but it's not the only tool that's important for you as right. a leader. Because even though we want to lead with empathy and we want to have a great place to work and we want people to stay with us for the long haul, we also are going to have times where people just aren't going to perform well. And we're going to try and manage them up, but we may have to manage them out. And that's not going to go away just because we want to be empathic. And I think especially in this article, and they don't, I think where where this really irked me is they kind of position this as this is the only thing managers are going to need to know how to do. Okay. And that's just not the only thing you're going to have to do. Okay. You know All what right. I'm saying? Calm, calm down. Calm down. Let me, a, I'm let just going to take a drink of water. Let me try to provide some semblance to all of this. I think you and I have become so used to reading articles because we like to be well-read, particularly with our businesses and everything. And empathy and compassion is just being highlighted to the nth degree over the last year. I'll say, I'll say year now because we're only yeah. a month away from when everything started. And I'll go back to your analogy that you've used several times, that the pendulum swings in one direction, but eventually, because Isaac Newton says for every action, there is an opposite and direct reaction, that pendulum is going to come back down. But I truly believe that in the past and using, again, 35 years of experience of working with companies around the globe, that compassion and empathy never were put into the forefront when it came to management. I mean, we remember reading about, and I'll go back to my boomer management books that you constantly jive me about, uh, but, you know, the laissez-faire leader, the authoritarian leader, all of those different types of leadership. And empathy always was on a back burner or not even mentioned at all. And I believe that what you're finding today is that those leaders who are successful have quickly picked up the compassion and empathy torch and they're running with it. And that's why I think you and I and everybody are seeing more articles about the, the servant leader, the compassionate leader, the vulnerable leader, the empathetic leader. I mean, there, there's so many different ways that, that, that it's been coined, but I believe that's what we're seeing. And, and when I read the article, yeah, the article is pretty much, you know, this is a, a primary component moving forward. Mm -hmm. It's not a primary component. And I'll agree with you. It's one of those things in the tool, not only in the tool, belt, but it has to be lived. In order to be empathetic, you have to live it. If one day you're authoritarian and the next day you're, you know, consoling me and being empathetic and the next day you're authoritarian again, that empathetic day in my mind is going to be you were lying. You weren't being your true self. And in my opinion, you're going to have leaders moving forward where empathy has to be part of their style. 
They have to live it and they have to demonstrate it through actions regularly. It's not something they pull out of, and I'll use your term, their tool belt when it's convenient for them to be able to get something going. It needs to be something where your employees, people who are reporting to you, can trust you when that empathy is being displayed. As opposed to, wow, what did, what did, what, you know, were they out drinking late last night or something? And, you know, they're not themselves. And so, in my opinion, again, I truly believe that empathy is going to be not just in the tool belt, it's got to be part of the being. Part of the what? Part of their being. Oh, their being. I, I was kind of going with the tool belt analogy and was trying to figure out like ball peeing hammer, right? Where were you <laughs> yeah. trying to go? Sorry. Uh, yeah, uh, okay. it, well, it's, that joke failed miserably. <laughs> yeah, I know. It was a good dad joke. It's yeah, I, I I agree. And that's how I led. Right. You can't just write that down. Run, write that down. Craig agreed with me. What time is it? <laughs> yeah. Yet the you should act from a place of compassion. But the reality is sometimes you're going to have to make tough decisions. Sometimes people don't work out. Sometimes revenue drops and you're going to have to make some cuts. I think it's the how of it that's going to matter, right? So are you the leader who sits in the room and says, sorry, I had to call the six of you in. You're all out of a job today. Bob from HR is going to tell you what happened next. See ya and walks out of the room. Right. Or are you the person? It reminds me of that scene from Moneyball where Billy Bean is is teaching, uh, you know, uh, the, the, the guy who was the statistic guy uh, how to fire someone right away. Yeah. And the, the, the Billy Bean was like, no, you got to be direct. You got to say, nope, here's the number of the guy that you need to call. And, you know, you're going to have a great career. Best of luck to you. And the meeting's over. And he just was like, no, he's bought a house here. He's got family here. And Billy Bean's like, no, they're, they're professionals. They understand it. And I believe that's what we need to get in your analogy here uh, is that people need to understand the business. And even though I may be an empathetic and a compassionate leader, I'm going to have to make decisions that are going to appear unempathetic and uncaring. Uh, But at that point, we're all professionals. Yeah. And again, situations are going to vary. So I'm, you know, just walking in and telling five people, okay, Bob from HR is going to be handling everything from here. Lots of luck. See you. Bye bye. Oh, Uh, I I totally know people who do it that way. Right. You know, I've watched it. You did. (laughs) I didn't do it that way. No, no, it's, 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 you have to have kind of that compassion gene in you when you're doing these things. Right. Otherwise you are kind of a jerk. I mean, if you're going to, if you're going to uproot people's life like that, you can at least stay in the room for 20 minutes with them while you go through a process. Right. But see that goes, that's the whole point of the article is that moving forward, compassion has to be there because in the past we have taught people to be a leader. Compassion isn't in the equation. And then this pandemic has illustrated, highlighted to us that no, compassion is in the equation. Empathy is in the equation. And it does affect how you manage people and how people will follow you. Because let's face it, the key component of being a good leader is people are going to follow you. 
Right. And if you are that authoritarian, this is by the book, standard operating procedure. I can't bend the rules. I won't. And I worked for a boss like that. And it was a horrible situation. I mean, I was traveling all hours of the night. I would get in for town. I would get into my bed at 1 a.m. And at eight o'clock when I was supposed to be at work, I wasn't at work because I was trying to catch up maybe on a few things around the house that I didn't have an opportunity over the last three days because I was traveling for the business. And I would show up at not nine o'clock, but 8.15, And my boss would walk by, stop in front of my door, look at his watch, and then look at me and then just shake his head. It, I, that was, you know, there's no empathy for the job I'm doing for this firm, this company. And that created a culture that I believe this article's talking about moving forward. Leaders need to demonstrate that, that, that empathy. Well, clearly you were scarred by that experience. <laughs> Obviously I, I can, I, I can, I can picture myself sitting at my desk. I can tell you what was on the wall in the room, you know, around my office. I mean, it was, it was horrible because I was in my mind busting my butt for this company, traveling all hours of the night to be able to get home, to be in the office the next day, whether it was for a client meeting, mandatory staff meeting, whatever it was. And there was no leeway. We worked eight to five. You weren't here at eight o'clock. And when I finally did submit my resignation, it was gladly accepted by the person with the watch. <laughs> okay. And those things were brought up. Well, you really haven't been that effective at an employee as far as sticking with the rules of the firm. You would show up late and everything, but never was there a, I understand you didn't get home until one in the morning. Yeah. Sleeping. Toughen up, Buttercup. No. What's that? Yeah. Toughen up, Buttercup. So yeah. let me. I was such a snowflake back then. <laughs> you were. So let me throw it at you this way to kind of, because we're getting to the point where we need right. to wrap up. So empathy in our scenario that we find ourselves in today is to say, hey, we're all working from home. Life's really crazy. Your kids are running around. You got to walk your dog. I get all that. It's more about getting the work done than getting the, than working eight to five. That, I think, is the new kind of more empathic framework that we want to go to. However, That goes back to the flexible schedules. Right. However, there are going to be people who don't get the work done. Right. Yes. And we will coach them and we will help them. And if they still can't get the work done, then we are going to have to say that this isn't working out. Absolutely. Absolutely. But during those coaching and mentoring, coaching them up to try to keep them around, you have been empathetic to them. And so they may be when you finally do say, I got to make a decision here. We're going to talk about alternative career you know, uh, methods for you. Uh, what we need to, during those times of you trying to coach them up, you were displaying empathy. And even though at that moment when you said it's time to end your, your time here, they may initially take it as you don't care about me. But again, in hindsight, they're going to look at what you tried to do to get them to that point. And so empathy was a part of you making your decision. You tried to be as empathetic as possible, but at some point, yeah, you're right. You've got to make the decision that is best for the business. Right. Right. And don't use toughen up buttercup. <laughs> don't. <laughs>
you stop. That's my key takeaway today, Lou. <laughs> when you're having an empathic conversation, do not say, rub some dirt on it, toughen up buttercup. No, I think this is important. I, my key takeaway is this, this idea is important, but we have to put it in the larger picture of what we're trying to achieve. And that is where my rant begins and ends. Okay. And we appreciate you having the opportunity here at Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership. I'm just going to take a moment. To just vent and to dump your bucket. My key takeaway on this is don't get confused that empathy means you're going to bend over backwards for everybody at every time being a leader. No, you're going to be up empathetic up until the point when you need to make that business decision. And so... Empathy needs to be, and again, I'm going to say, not just part of your tool belt. It has to be who you are. It has to be in your being. You have to display it and you have to emphasize it and live it with your people all the time. And when those tough decisions come down, people are not going to look. Initially, they may look bad on you, but over time, they're going to say, Craig tried the best he could to keep me here, and I just didn't do it. It was a learning experience for me. So anyway, that's my key takeaway. There you go. All right. Well, All bring right. Us, take us out, Lou. All right. So if you've enjoyed today's episode or rant here on Q&A on Breakthrough Leadership, please like, subscribe, share it with someone who you believe isn't being empathetic enough or is being maybe too empathetic. In addition to that, remember, we are available on all of your major podcast platforms. So until next time, keep those hands washed and keep your distance. I'm Lou Quinto. And I'm Craig Anderson.